it's not just talking cards. It's a collection conversation with the pros. This is Off Center with Tony Reed. Hey, welcome to episode three of Off Center with Tony Reed, the uh, new sports card podcast where we interview the elite of elite professional athletes. Boy, this is something, man. You're really on to something. I hope so. I would like to. Th- I'd like to think so. Yeah, Jerry Rice, Cal Ripken Jr. You have me on the show. That's 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 huge. That's all that matters, right? What else do I mean? Truly, what else do we need? I don't know. Well, we're not going to slow down right now. We'll tell you that. Episode right. three, we're back at it. None other than Eagles icon, NFL Hall of Famer, Brian Dawkins. Legend in Philly, man. Brian Dawkins. Widely considered one of the greatest safeties in the history of the NFL. Nine-time Pro Bowler, six-time All-Pro, member of the Eagles' 75th anniversary team, member of the NFL All-Decade team for the 2000s, which is a crazy accomplishment, and just... Not only on field, but he was just so influential as a leader, as a as a person, as a guy in the locker room, as an example. Yeah. He just meant so much to so many. He was just that guy for the Eagles for so long. I mean, just an absolute Philly icon. Being a Philly guy, man, I would love to have him be the leader of my life. <laughs> if I could just bring him along no matter where I go, and he, he just gives me pep talks no matter what I do. Hey, he might be able to. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> so he he was he was again going behind the scenes a bit. He was the first overall A one number one for he was the first guy that got back to me about this whole deal that I started. Brian Dawkins. Brian Dawkins. And he believed in you. Yeah. He's my Nate Quarry. Nate Quarry was my first MMA. He's interview. your rookie card. Yeah. Of this show. So not even the show, the, no. just the whole idea of doing the interview series, the whole idea of doing the thing for Beckett, the whole idea of reaching out to you know big time athletes and talk to them about the hobby that, that so many of us enjoy. Fantastic. He was the first guy that got back to me. Well, let's listen to it. How ridiculous is that? <laughs> <laughs> Brian Dawkins. Thank you. He, uh, interesting story. He, wow. he didn't get back to me. Like I sent him a, you know, a message and, uh, I get a, a Facebook message like two days later from a, a gentleman named Pat Waters. Okay. At the time, like, I don't know who Pat Waters is. Open the message. Hey, Brian wanted me to reach out to you. He got your message. He thinks it's really cool. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Here we go. That was my thought. I only need one. We need to, we need one to get this to get this thing started. We, we got one, and it was a huge, huge one. And who better than Brian Dawkins? Again, even in our conversation, he made me want to, wow. <laughs> want to suit up, put pads in the helmet on, and get yeah. out there. So without further ado, our interview with the great Brian Dawkins. Hey, Brian. How are you doing, sir? I'm blessed. How about you? I'm doing great. Hey, I truly appreciate you taking some time for me today. No worries, brother. Don't worry. So we'll, we'll just jump right into it. I won't hold you up too long. So I wanted to talk to you about just like your your collectible history, you know, the memorabilia you've been a part of and just your your ties to the Philadelphia area. So the first question, as, as a high-level athlete, you've signed your name countless times for fans at this point. Do you remember the very first time you were asked for your autograph? Um, as a professional athlete or just period? Just in, just in general, as, as an athlete, yeah. That was that was probably at, uh, at Clemson. And what do you remember about? Do you remember anything about that interaction or being being asked for the first time? I was 
it was surprising for me. It was you know, shocked that they asked for my autograph. Um, and, um, you know, obviously I obliged pretty quickly and, and wrote out a, a completely different autograph than I do today. <laughs> that being said, you have one of the most visually appealing and consistent signatures in sports. How much pride do you take in, in your signature and signing for fans? I, I take a lot of pride in it. I really do. And uh, Even though we're doing a whole bunch, um, you know, I've, I've gotten pretty savvy when it comes to looking at the pen thickness and if, you know, it's starting to dot, it's starting to, you know, it's not as, um, as bold as it needs to be. Um, I don't like to just rush through it and not have a consistency in my autograph. I wanted to make sure it's consistent because I I recognize that the fans that are going to buy it, you know, they don't buy all of the autographs. They buy one. Mm. So yeah. if, if I if I don't take pride in every one of them, that one thing that that person buys, it won't be it won't look like the others, and you know that person would be disappointed. So uh, you know even you know it's fatiguing. You know sometimes you sit sitting there signing one thing after thing after thing, but at the same time, you know it's a blessing to do that. Like I tell people all the time. You know, people ask me, and you know, is it does it get on get on get on your nerve when people come to you asking for your autograph, or they see you and you know, want to take a picture? I say, you know, no. I mean, I, it could be the other way that nobody remembers me at all. Yeah, and nobody knew. You know, and so I take it. I always take it as a uh, a blessing to uh, to do that to make sure that I you know um, do the right thing when it comes to people and their time and their and their one of the hardest things that they do, and they go to work and work hard for the money that they have and they choose to spend it on something that I signed, I want to make sure that they're proud of it. That's very, very cool stuff. So not only do you clearly take great pride in your signature, you take great pride in your interactions with fans. Is there one particular fan interaction that you remember most or one that's kind of your favorite for whatever reason? Um, now there's a whole bunch of them that, are, like, that I can remember, but I think the one, one of the ones that hit me is when I was still playing um, and might have been like year, I don't know, year six or something like that. And it was a um, conversation with a guy about what this autograph meant to him, what, what we mean to him and his, his family, um, about, you know, how the positive times that he had with his father was on game day. Mm. And so, you know, and his father had passed. And one of the things his father wanted to do was to have my jersey. He was buried in my jersey. Wow. And, and so that was very, uh, a very touching moment, but it was a very, um, like a humbling moment as well. Um, you know, on two folds, obviously, when you have someone that last wishes to be buried in your jersey, that's, you know, that's the something that is hard to explain and put in words what that truly means um, to them obviously but, but to me as well then the other thing is you know I recognize that if that is the case if the times that they remember the most or having the best times with a family member was because I went out and did my job 110% mm. then I, I did what I was supposed to do I went out and gave everything that I had on the field and I was able to help them enjoy their their Sunday mornings, their Sunday and their Mondays, and hopefully they're all the way through the week that they would enjoy themselves and they had a little bit little bit more you know sunshine in their lives because of the way that I handled myself on the field. 
Very, very cool stuff. So you are one of, if not the most beloved, Eagles in all of Philadelphia. How great is it to, to get and give that love in the city of brotherly love? I mean, how special is that relationship between you and the fans in the city? No, it's, it's, it's still hard to believe. Um, you know, I've, one of the things that I've... Uh, one of the things that I do is I, I don't... The little, the little, little dog in me, the little dude in me, he's still yet living, kicking, and, you know, he's still alive and breathing well inside of me. And so, you know, when I, you start asking me questions like that, I always look through his eyes. Mm. From Jacksonville, Florida, being someone that not everybody thought was going to be, pretty much nobody thought that I would be where I am as far as a professional athlete to the caliber that I was. Um, and then having a city like Philadelphia that's, you know, loved so hard. That's why I say it. I call it a lot. They love so hard. Yeah. They expect a lot, but they love you hard, Jack. And to have that city, you know, love me and it's and this feeling is, you know, uh, a mutual. It's a mutual feeling. I feel the exact same way about them. And so to have that city love me the way that they love me, um, even to this day, after all these years of retirement and, you know, I talk to people that's, we're having conversations like I played yesterday. Um, <laughs> as far as the excitement, yeah, they, they sure. talk to me and their eyes light up. And, you know, sometimes I, I even get tears in people's eyes when I talk to them. So that, that's a humbling thing for me. So, you know, again, to, to know that, that that I handled myself in, in that way, the way that I carried myself on and off the football field, to have a, 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 a tough, loving place like Philadelphia fall in love with you, and wow, wow, <laughs> wow is 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 correct. So you made a really cool post on social media recently, saying it was a blessing to have the opportunity to sign autographs for your fans, kind of like you touched on there. Uh, and like you said, you told folks when you were younger, people were going to pay for your autograph one day. Well, they indeed are paying for your autograph. So speaking to that to that young doc, like you said, the, the kid inside, how wild is that fact now that it's come to fruition? <laughs> Man, it's, it's, it's crazy that that's come to fruition. I remember I do, I do, honestly. And I know I'm not the only one. I know that a lot of people have done that. You know, you write a lot of autographs down and, you know, someone, you know, sometimes you look at somebody's autograph that you that you probably picked up from um, a card show or somewhere like that. And then you say, well, I wonder what mine is going to look like. So you start writing it out. <laughs> and I did. And I said, you know, people want to pay for this. And here I am. At this point, that people sit in lines hours, hours to get my autograph. Yeah, like that. That's again that that little dog, man. I, I think I think look that, that little dude is proud of you, man. Like you know, if you and and, 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 and sometimes I will, you know, give you some like other stuff. The way that I think, my, the way that my mind works. Like sometimes, you know, I I I, I, I ask myself. With, with the the young dog be proud of me? Mm. Would he, if that, that little dude that was writing autographs, if he saw me today, like what would he say? Mm. What would he say? What, what, how, how, how would he express himself to where I, you know, what I've done with with, with, with the life that I've been given? Wow. And I, and I hope he's, uh, I hope he would be extremely proud and excited and and uh, and, and joyous and like. I hope he would ask for my autograph, honestly. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's very cool. Very cool. So speaking of that young doc growing up in Florida, what athletes inspired you back then as a kid? Who who or what inspired you as as a young man? Uh, wow. Uh, 
Uh, Michael Jordan, man. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, it was, uh, so one of the things that I tell people now, how I treat myself when I interact with people, even on game day, one of the things I remember Mike saying this in one of his videos, that the reason why he goes and plays every game is because the person may be only to see him one time. Mm. They may pay all the money to come see him that one time. I remember this, I remember this video. And he said, I want to make sure that that one time that they came, that I was playing my absolute best. So I need to go play my absolute best every day. So and even even in my even in my presentation to people, like the way that I dress, the way that I carry myself, it was that same. He was talking about he was talking about himself in that form as well. So I I I took that philosophy and I, I made it you know my own. I have my own way of, of of obviously doing it, but like that philosophy that you know if this is the only time this person gets to see me in action or gets to see me in right now in this interaction. Am I at my best? Hmm. Am I at my absolute best? So, you know, again, that's why I, that's one of the reasons, it's not the main reason, but like he's, he is the dude, man, it's, um, that has in so many ways, um, helped shape the mindset that I have when it comes to that. Very cool stuff. Very cool stuff. So when you became a pro in your own right, when you got to the league, when you became a, a, a legend yourself and a great in your own right in Philadelphia, did the inspirations change? Was it still things you would kind of go back to the, the Jordan days? Were, were there other guys that, that inspired you once you became a, a legend in your own right, really? Yeah, but again, I guess, like I said, it's Jordan, but it wasn't just Michael Jordan. It was yeah. Ronnie Lott was another one. So it was, it was the different guys that I looked up to. Mm-hmm. From the, the Ronnie Lott, his versatility as a safety. Like, I, I didn't want to be, because I watched Ronnie, because I, I heard about some of the things that he was able to do. I saw some of the things that he was able to do. What, I, what, what spoke to me loud and clear is that he was able to affect the field in every, in every way. Not just in one way, not just getting interceptions. I know a lot of people look at safeties and say that's the only way that you can affect the ball game. No, it's not. Because I saw Ronnie Lott do it. I saw him affect the game in so many ways. I saw him affect his locker room with his leadership ability. You hear stories about, you know, one of the people that can hold, um, how was his name? Uh, Haley, uh, accountable was Ronnie Lott. When Haley would get on some of his spits, the dude that can hold him accountable. And help him come back, you know, <laughs> come back from one of his, uh, one of his, uh, you know, uh, tirades sometimes. <laughs> because, he was, because he respected the man. He respected the way he worked. Yeah. He respected the way that he carried himself. And he respected the, the, the man, like I said, the man that he was. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's so many things. And that's the thing about it. Like, we don't, you don't have to reinvent the wheel when it comes to success. Mm. You really don't. You have, you, you, you have your own version of it. I mean, not everybody's success is the same, obviously. But there's things that people have done, carried themselves in the past. That you can watch, you can read, you can, you know, kind of uh, allow them to mentor you from afar, so to speak, that you can add to you, put your spin on it, and it make you a better person. And I think both of those individuals did that to me from afar. Very cool. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You just have to get it spinning, right? <laughs> <laughs> so uh obviously this is for beckett we're, we're big sports card guys i'm a big rookie card guy myself of course i know your rookie cards appeared in 96 and some great products do you remember seeing yourself on a card for the first time and what was that what was that like for you yeah it was it was so exciting i remember i remember getting that that was, we was at the vet and um 
finally got it. And, uh, I think it was a, I can't, I can't remember if it was an autograph, somebody was seeing an autograph, or it was the, like an NFLPA, they would usually send out some cards, um, you know, a few. So I can't remember which one it was, but I just remember being so excited, so jacked up about it, um, <laughs> to see myself on a card in, um, in game mode. Um, excuse me, this was before game, but this, is, this was a mini camp, excuse me. Yeah, one of the camps. They took a picture of me. And uh, I started critiquing my outfit and um, <laughs> what, make, what, what I need to change if I can to make to make star look better. But no, it was, uh, it was it was a real surreal moment for me to finally get that opportunity to see you know myself on a daggum you know card. Now, now, now I, that begs the next question: do you, do you keep any cards? Do you have any of your own cards or anyone else's for yeah. that matter? Yeah, yeah, we have. I have quite a few of my cards. I mean, there's so many. Like at this point, I'm not saying this to be like a bragging, braggadocious, but there are like so many now. And like, there's a lot of times I go to autograph signing sessions and I see cards I didn't even know I have. You know, <laughs> cards. There's so many different cards out there for me to have. And again, that's a plus. That's a blessing. That's a plus. Yeah. You know, I, we do keep. You know, we do keep them. I do have, like I said, quite a few of them. But um, I'm just thankful that there's. Yeah, so as far as cards or memorabilia or anything like that, if you could have one piece of of sports memorabilia, what one piece would you like to have in your collection? So that's that's a uh, oh, that's a good that, one. Yeah, heck yeah. I've already, I've already, I've already fulfilled that one. <laughs> um, you know, I, I guess at the time, you know, back in that back in that heyday, um, to be able to 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 get like a uh, um, a game worn like jersey of Jordan or something like that. Oh god, yeah. Oh my. Two game worn jersey. incredible stuff for any collection well hey thank you so much for the time sir one thing before we stop do you have any message for for your fans for your supporters or anything like that I just, uh, again from that if you go back and read that post I mentioned I, I'm very appreciative I, I thank yeah. you I thank you from going out and uh, buying um, memorabilia going out and buying the cards um, you know it, 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 it means it means a lot it really does mean a lot you know for for not just myself but for other guys that you know have similar mindsets that I do that are very appreciative and um, to have again playing the game I played the game what I retired in 2011 and you know here I am at at this juncture um, not as far removed as Harold Carmichael, my good uh, <laughs> future Hall of Fame, Hall of Famer, yeah, future Hall of Famer for Reigns High School. We both went to Reigns, yeah. But, you know, but at the same time, you know, to to, to see people still crying and wanting to get his stuff, and you know, I just very, I'm very, very appreciative of of of, um, of their willingness once again to put their hard earned money mm. um, down to to purchase things that. Uh, that I, yeah. um, I that I pridefully 
Awesome. So there it was, my my interview with with B Doc, just a uh, a legend yet again. I'm very fortunate to get to talk to some of these great athletes. A, a legend in every it brings sense back of the word. such great memories. Like yeah. you could see him on the field when he's talking. The visor, you could see him flexing yeah, number twenty, just yeah. laying the wood on somebody. Man, dude, horrifying. Yeah, truly. <laughs> Man, had to he be. was so scary. <laughs> Man, what a what a legend. Just the 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 impact he had on so many people. Just the stories he even told us there. It's just he t- he takes so much pride. Not only in his signature and the interaction, but just having a real connection with fans. Like, you know, a lot of guys don't be like to be bothered at a restaurant Dude. or somewhere. He's he'll embrace it. Like he he and more more athletes than I than I thought feel that way. Like they they enjoy, mm-hmm. especially maybe maybe in mm-hmm. retirement more so mm-hmm. now. Yeah. But they enjoy that interaction. They yeah. enjoy being appreciated. He's you know Philly through and through. I know he's a Clemson guy, and you know didn't yeah. grow up obviously in Philadelphia, yeah. but he he just has so much love for the city, and you can see it in 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 his actions, and it's just yeah. just a, a great thing. Just to throw it out there, if for some reason there's any current players, professional athletes that might stumble upon this podcast, you're not playing forever. No, you have the ability to put your stamp on a memory of somebody for the rest of their lives. So do your part. Yeah. Be nice, be kind, be humble and realize that we love you. Yeah. (laughs) Is it really that bad that so many people adore you? (laughs) Generally, you know, and it means, it means everything. It means the world. You know, you have your idols, my idols, our idols are the same. Yeah. In most cases, just because of our demographic, (laughs) our age, um, I'm 40, you're 40, Mm -mm. 39, 41, 42. Yeah. I felt like I was on a price and right game (laughs) show. <laughs> so you you're forty two, but we're yeah. right in the same boat, right? Yeah. So, um, but man, it makes such a difference. So you're probably, you know, if there's any pro athletes listening, remember that uh, you have a legacy, Sign and we want to re- we want to remember that legacy. Sign the autograph, take the quick selfie, take the two seconds, man. Respond to the, you know, yeah. have your agent respond to the email or text or whatever yeah. the hell it is. Yeah. Message on yeah. social. You, you know. know, I I was 15 years old, and my dad took me for my my birthday. We went to Mike Schmidt's Pro Celebrity Golf Tournament. Wow, that's a big deal. It was a big deal. Heck yeah! And I love golf. I'm a big time golfer, and I got to. I, I got to see my legend, the greatest third baseman to ever play the game, the other number 20 in Philly. <laughs> in Philly, the other iconic number 20. The other, and I don't want to take away from Brian here at all, <laughs> but uh, it was on the first tee, and Schmidt hit a tee shot. And there I am. There had to be five, 600 people there around me. And Schmidt hits a drive right down the chute, man. Puts his club away. And he started signing autographs right then and there. And then he came right over my way. And I remember I had my baseball. And there he was. There he was. God in front of me. Basically, yeah. He grabbed my baseball. That half of the baseball was in already in the case. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was already in the case. And he had a blue Sharpie, signed it, Mike Schmidt. And I took it and I grabbed it. And I had the 
the top mm-hmm. cover of the, the the ball cover, yeah. right? The plastic, bang. And I and it it, it it was like the holy grail, like Indiana Jones running away from the the, the big boulder coming yeah. from behind him. And I remember showing Dad, and I said, "We got it, we got it, we got it." And uh, it was it, it was stuff like that that you remember. You know, he hit 548 home runs. I can't tell you one home run that he hit other than number 500. Yeah. But it's because he signed my ball at the age of 15. Yeah. And it was the greatest birthday I've ever had in my entire life. Because of Schmitty. Yeah. You know? You want to hear an opposite end of the spectrum story? Yeah. We were on the western side of the state. You know, we're, we're out in Three Rivers. We're out in Pittsburgh. Here we go. My dad's a Pirates fan. You know, I kind of, in a roundabout way, grew up a Pirates mm-hmm. fan. We take about a week every summer, you know, head out to a Pirates game. You know, long home stretch, whatever it was. Whether yeah. it was Thursday through Sunday or Tuesday through Friday. Whatever it was, we go out for a nice long home stretch, right? Old Three River Stadium, so we're going back. Like so, we're we're yeah. we're a little older now, and you knew where to hang out. You knew where the bus came. You knew where the players parked. You knew right where they were going into the stadium, right? Oh man! So there's ten, twenty, thirty kids down there. Oh, Balls, man. bats, jerseys, helmets, whatever you had to sign, cards, whatever you had, right? So you'd have your success here and there. You know, oh, I got Doug Drabeck's autograph. Like it's cool. You yeah. got to interact with a, a good percentage yeah. of the players, not necessarily Bonds or Benny or those guys, but. Van Slyke, Andy Van Slyke. He was Andy like, Van Slyke was right there, he's man. Right in that. Holy cow! He's right in the wheelhouse. You yeah, know? he's not Bonds or Bonilla. Yeah, but he's like yeah, right there. Yeah, right like a half tick below them at that time. And he's on the DL, right? You know, home stretch. I'm like, oh, he's probably still around here somewhere. <laughs> he's, he's got a couple of it's, minutes. Yeah, it's in it's in Pittsburgh. Yeah. It's home. He's got to be around here somewhere. So there's the one entrance where the bus is pulling and out. You know, you see everyone going in and out. A couple entrances and exit, exits and corridors and whatever. We're in the bowels of the stadium, basically. We're waiting, waiting. You know, 200 yards up, someone's like, hey, it's Van Slyke. So, of course, like 10 or 12 of us. <gasps> he was the Your he, eyes get the guy. big. Yep. You know, you grip, grip the yep. ball a little tighter. Yep. You start to take off, right? He's on the, he's on the DL with like a hammy or something like Mm-hmm. He takes off running. He's on the DL. He takes off running to the door so he doesn't have to sign for the kids. I'll never forget Andy that. Van Slyke. Never forget that. Yeah. Andy Van Slyke. <laughs> I'll never forget that. You're we, a jerk. We looked at each other like, wait, he he's hurt. Isn't his he's Why would he do that? <laughs> Andy Van Slyke. I'm burning all my baseball cards with I'm, Andy Van Slyke. I'm going to track him down one of these days. We're gonna talk Let's to have, put him, him on. We're gonna See give, what his him, beef is. <laughs> give him a little talking to. <laughs> Maybe he just had a bad day. Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. You know, you see Maybe guys. he was late for something. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he was running to something instead of away from something. I don't know. Running to his, his I don't know. physical therapy appointment for well, the that's, day or whatever. That's enough about Andy Van Slyke <laughs> for until, this episode. Until we get him on the show. Then... You have a baseball player, though, that you talked to. Is that is this episode four? Oh, we're heading to four. I want to go we? to four because that's going to be my last episode. For now. But yeah, I'll come back no, on because I'm having permanent. a great time. Yeah. this is. I'm having a great time. See, we have Chad in. Chad's done so much for me. And anyone listening to this, yeah. you know, yeah, here we go. Yeah. It's it's coming. All right. Chad's done so much for me over the years. He kind of gave me my gave me my start on ESPN radio and you know, he's kind of 
shown me the ropes in so many ways, helped me out with podcasts, with whatever goofy idea I had. You know, he's kind of you know along for for this journey as well. So uh, yeah, you know, I just I just appreciate him so much. And I wanted to have him on. He's a huge sports guy. He's you know. Well, hell, he's producing this for me. He's <laughs> producing the pilot we're trying to get off the ground together. And Dude, so I'm much. all in. You know what I mean? It's fun. Yeah. yeah. This is all we got. This is what we want to do. Like, if you could. It's all we got. There was some post, you know, I saw on social like last week. It was a meme, but it wasn't like a meme. It was just like a, you know, yeah. words thrown together. Yeah. And it was like, if you could do anything with your life or if you could do what you want to do at 12 years old how far away are you from that or something you know one of those deals yeah. i'm like well in this arena of my life it's pretty damn close to be honest with you it's pretty damn close. it's it's real close <laughs> aside real from close. playing <laughs> professionally yeah. like yeah it's pretty damn close it's so. real close yeah so yeah, we're, we're definitely lucky in that regard, dude. So. I'm in for. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in it to win it, man. So you're coming back for four. I'll go for one more, because I think I know who you have. I was gonna say it's one for the thumb, but no, that's one for the like the pinky or whichever we are going for the rings. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the pinky. Yeah, episode four, right in your wheelhouse. This it's is, not. This it's not Michael Jack Schmidt, but it's real darn it's close. Pretty darn close pretty darn epic of a conversation if i do say so yes i'm a big time philadelphia phillies guy i'm a philly guy but my phillies mm-hmm. next episode episode four nails himself mr lenny dykstra unbelievable i can't wait this is an interview you do not want to miss <laughs> tune in episode four off center with tony reed Chad Evans and Lenny Dykstra.